Welcome to episode four of the Small Stories podcast, brought to you by Small Story Studio. My name is Billy Ivy, and I am grateful that you're here. Uh, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping, okay? And this is exciting housekeeping. We are so excited uh, to, to announce that our new website has launched. It launched over the weekend, and we are so excited about it. We'd be honored if you would go check it out. Smallstoriesstudio.com. Smallstoriesstudio.com. S-M-A-L-L-S-T-O-R-I-E-S-S-T-U-D-I-O.com. It's not easy. It's long. There's a lot. There's two S's in the middle. There's two L's in the middle. It's a, it's a lot. But you know what? Just deal with it. Smallstoriesstudio.com. Uh, while you're there, uh, you'll learn all about small stories. There's a lot more information about small stories there, but you'll also be given deals on our books and the courses that we're offering and lots of other things. There's actually a, a cool sign-up link there where you can join the Napkin of the Day email program. The Napkin of the Day. Hashtag N-O-T-D. Napkin of the Day. It's just a fun, silly, inspiring, encouraging, and I don't know. It's a ridiculous daily email where you will be delivered a simple message each and every day. But you'll also be given special announcements about upcoming products and services offered by the fine folks at Small Story Studio. Okay, let's get into the episode. Here we go. All right. Now, this is a short one, so don't blink, okay? Today, I wanted to, to prove a point, really. Uh, and the point that not all meaningful stories have to be long. Uh, they don't have to be sagas. They don't have to be deep journeys into our psyches and whatnot. Sometimes uh, they happen in the span of, oh, 46 minutes? You know, on a Friday morning before the sun is up? In the shadow of the golden arches? Sometimes... They happen like that. This story is called The Gospel According to McDonald's. 5.52 a.m. No sun. Pitch black. I enter my little boy's bedroom very slowly and turn on the light. And somehow, and I don't know why, but it seems less intrusive uh, to grab the switch with, with both hands and ease it up as opposed to flipping it quickly with an index finger or thumb. Now the nine-year-old immediately rolls over and makes a guttural sound and and the 10-year-old starts to whine as if crying. He says, Dad. I whispered, hey, you guys want to go to Bible study? So my boys and I have been attending an early morning get-together every Friday at 6.30 a.m. for the past several months. Uh, We meet with other dads and their sons at the local McDonald's. It's neat, and the kids have an absolute great time. They look forward to it every single week, and I've actually thoroughly enjoyed watching them participate in the lessons. Um, I also like my sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin with hash browns, but I did not want to go this morning. Um, guys, I mean, we don't have to go today if, if you don't really want to. No, they said in unison, shooting up from their bedsheets. Let's go. We can go. Are you, are you sure? I mean, it was a late night, a late night last night. And, you know, we don't have to go if, if you don't really want to, I said. No, are you kidding me? Let's go. The 10 year old exclaimed. Woohoo! screamed the nine year old. And he actually meant it. He actually meant it when he went, woohoo! 
are you guys sure you're not too tired? I asked. Nope, let's do it, said the 10-year-old. Okay, but you know what? I think we might be too late, guys. I think maybe this is an okay week for us to maybe not go. I said I was, I was pleading with them to let me go back to sleep for another 30 or 15, 9 or even 3 minutes. No, Dad, we, we got our clothes out last night, even the socks and underwear. We'll be ready in five minutes. Let's go. Dad, my 14-year-old laughed and patted me on the back. Let's go. And he had already gotten himself up and gotten dressed. Just want to make sure you guys are sure. One last time, I asked one more time as I backed out of the room and sloughed off to the bathroom to splash water on my face, brush my teeth, and throw on yesterday's jeans. I did not want to be up. I didn't want to deal with kids. I didn't want to drive to McDonald's. I I didn't want to have to deal with other dads who are obviously addicted to some sort of methamphetamine because nobody, nobody should have that much energy at the end of the week before even the sun thinks it's okay to come out and look at stuff. I didn't want to pray. I didn't want to listen to other people pray. And I wasn't even hungry. Well, we rolled up into the parking lot at 6.33 a.m., three minutes late. The boys bounced out of the car, ran inside the door, and were greeted with smiles and high fives, and I applied three drops of Visine to each eye, wiped my face, and exhaled, God, help me. The boys took their seats among their friends, and they no doubt discussed last night's middle school football game or the National League Division Series while I stood in line to order. Five minutes passed before I realized I was still standing third in wait. I started third in wait and was still third in wait. I noticed the guy at the front of the line was on his cell phone, mumbling something about shipping costs and delivery dates, and I'm going to need for you to expedite the order, Jim. And he was also trying to order at the same time. He was ordering hotcakes and a fruit and yogurt parfait. What kind of glutton eats hotcakes and a parfait for breakfast? Now, the kids and the other dads were already two pages into today's lesson, and I was still standing in line behind this inconsiderate jerk who then ordered another drink. A a large drink, please, sir. He winked at me and mouthed, sorry, bro. Now, are you kidding me? He was still on his phone, by the way. He clenched it between his ear and his shoulder as he dug through his immense pockets for the exact change. He smiled at me as he passed by, and I so badly wanted to knock the phone across the restaurant, Jackie Chan style. And after I ordered, I got our five cups, the kids three, and oh, you better believe I was about to be double fisting coffee and Diet Coke. And I stood behind this jerk who was still trying to figure out the newfangled self-serve, self-select, create-your-own-flavor Coca-Cola machine. It's easier with two hands, I said somewhat under my breath, but definitely loud enough so that he could pick up what I was putting down. He glanced back and gave me a wink and a grin, and he positioned the phone between his ear and his shoulder again. 
I quickly daydreamed that I punched him in his ribcage so hard that he bent over, and then I swept his legs out from under his fat frame, and he landed splat on the floor in front of God and everybody in the middle of McDonald's. I was shaking. He mouthed, so sorry, and half smirked as he sneaked past me on his way back to the dining area. I shook my head and huffed. And then I filled our drinks, all five of them, in less than 30 seconds, you know, as if to prove how easy things can be when you are not such an inconsiderate jerk and you actually take other people's situations into consideration and you stop thinking about yourself for one stupid minute. Still fuming, I, I turned with all of our drinks and all of our food and I made my way through the now overflowing dining room to catch the last three minutes of the only time I'll have to spend with my kids all day. And then I saw, out of the corner of my eye, this rude, inconsiderate, selfish jerk who had been keeping me from my special freaking morning with my special freaking kids. And he was tucking a napkin into the collar of a young man with severe special needs. He wasn't on the phone anymore, but he still had that smile on his face. I watched him cut the pancakes into tiny bites and carefully feed the boy who writhed back and forth with excitement. The father wiped the corner of his son's mouth and held up a straw so he could drink. The phone rang again, and he answered it, clenching it between his shoulder and his ear while he held up another bite for the boy. Now, I didn't hear the final prayer of Bible study or even realize the other dads were standing and talking, readying to leave, when my nine-year-old gently tapped me on the shoulder and asked if he could go play in the play pace for a few minutes before we left for school. I thought, of, of course, and then I sat for another 10 minutes watching my kids run around and climb and laugh and play. The man from the line was still feeding his son when we decided to go. I nodded at him. He smiled and told me to have a good day. Now I'm still trying to process all of the lessons I learned this morning when I didn't get to participate in the Bible study that I didn't want to go to in the first place. But I am thankful for grace. And I'm thankful that God reveals himself to me, despite me, even before the sun comes up, even at McDonald's. This has been a short episode of the Small Stories Podcast brought to you by Small Stories Studio. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Please like, follow, comment, share, do all the things you're supposed to do with podcasting. And don't forget to visit the, the brand new Small Stories Studio website at smallstorystudio.com. There's all sorts of stuff you can do there now. You can buy a book. You can sign up for the napkin of the day. You can join a course and, and get on waiting lists and whatnot. And, and there's so much fun stuff coming up as we as we head out of autumn and run headlong into the holiday season together. Lots of cool stuff coming up for you. You guys are great. Thanks so much for listening to Small Stories. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.